Republicans don't want you to vote. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Pucknell, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. This week, we are talking once again about the legislative session with a little bit of Britney Spears and Ted Cruz's trip to Cancun. Um, but we are going to start with headlines about uh, Governor Reynolds and her disastrous uh, COVID, uh, COVID response. Um, Ivy, she made an announcement this week uh, canceling. There's a, uh, they had a contract with Microsoft to do a vaccine scheduling program and they canceled it. So what's mm-hmm. next for people that want to get a vaccination in Iowa? Well, it looks like you can turn to social media uh, as the only way really to find an appointment. I was reading a story today and I was starting line that that's what people are doing, just talking to their friends and seeing when appointments are open because there's really no central system. So that's just horrible. I mean, especially I can't imagine what it's like to be in rural Iowa or an older Iowan where you don't have internet. It's not accessible. Yeah. How are you supposed to get this vaccine? I mean, it's just ridiculous. So basically you can't. Yeah. Um, Very easily. No, it's so true. And the, uh, um, there's a great, uh, not great, but a unfortunate comparison to some of the other states Mm -hmm. and like. This isn't a Democratic or Republican thing. I mean, Minnesota has a centralized website and a 1-800 number. Nebraska, under Republican leadership, has um, centralized resources for um, for this. And so, like, it's really just strange and um, uh, unfortunate that the governor and her administration didn't plan for this like this is yet another thing that they didn't that they haven't planned for but like we knew the vaccines were coming we knew there was going to be a lot of demand um because people are ready for this to be over um and we don't know where to call we don't know what to do um and she's not telling us uh uh, it's it's like uh it's like the secret club uh, the secret nightclub that you have to know the password to get into or something like you have mm. to hear about it from uh, not that I was ever, you know, cool <laughs> enough to go to anything like that. But um, I, it, it's it's just unbelievable to me that this is where we're at uh, when people want to get vaccinated. Exactly. I mean, you mentioned that she hasn't planned this. I was just looking. It looks like December 14th about was the first vaccine that Iowa got. That's over two months ago. How do you just now like start trying to do this plan and then cancel it automatically? I mean, it's ridiculous. And it was quite embarrassing to watch just like her touting these plans and then bam, canceled. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of embarrassing. It, it it absolutely is. And even even before then, like it was right out, it was in November when they, when we knew that a vaccination was, you know, mm-hmm. confirmed or the science was good enough to move forward. And months and months prior to that, that we knew that they were developing it. I mean, it happened quicker than we thought, which is great, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they that, that they were able to move forward with, with vaccines. But, like, everyone knew that there were going to be vaccinations. And to vaccinate 3 million, you know, 
to, we have a population of over 3 million to vaccinate 2.5, 2.75 plus million people um, is a logistic has got, I don't know, but it's got to be a logistical nightmare. So you need a system to, that, that can respond to something at that scale. And she's just given up like everything on COVID. She's just is quitting. Um, and so there's, so there's no, uh, there's no line. There's no, no, no method to the madness. Speaking of madness, uh, <laughs> the session uh, this week. So Republicans in the legislature, like legislature, have basically rushed through legislation in both House and Senate to suppress Iowa voters. Uh, a few things they're trying to decrease the time allotment for absentee ballots and for early voting. Uh, this would even make Iowa tie for last place for time allotment for absentee voting. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Of course, the Republicans are doing this right after Iowa just had this record-breaking year. I mean, it was just horrible. What were your thoughts on that one? I mean, it's just revenge. It's just retribution yeah. for high turnout. Um, and we're seeing this all over the place. And um, this year, they Republicans had a, had a good election year, but I think that mm-hmm. they're worried that if they don't prevent um, people from voting that uh, that they that elections won't turn out their way um, and um, we're, that's why we're seeing these attacks all over the country so it's really 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 um, scary that uh, um, because this is how it happens they start chipping away and chipping away and every year I, they've done this we used we've gone from 40 to now the proposal is 18 days i think to to you know what's it going to be next year you know this is the mm-hmm. this is how this happens um and if you flip it around the way they talk about something like gun rights um they go to the other they they talk about the other extreme where they won't even allow for background checks on on every gun sale because they don't want to create a so-called slippery slope to taking away uh, to taking away gun rights, but that is exactly which is ludicrous. But that is exactly what they are doing on voting rights. They're doing one little chip at a time, and you're seeing this slowly degrade to the point where we'll go from 40 days of early voting to I don't know, potentially none. There are states where they don't have or that don't really have good early voting. Um, mm-hmm. so that's my worry is that they will keep doing this little, little bit, a uh, little bit at a time. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane, especially after there was a lot of backlash this past year when they tried to limit, uh, voting like, uh, secretary of state mailing out, uh, early voting and everything. So it's just frustrating that they know that people don't like these restrictions and yet they're still going to push them out because they're in power and they can. I mean, it's just very frustrating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I could not agree more. And they're using this pandemic to do a lot of things, um, Mm -hmm. uh, that they're, um, they, they're, they're using it not only to, I think, cut voting rights, um, because of how the voter turnout went, but they're, they're using, they're trying to take away some of the great support that, that exists in our state to the people who need it the most during a pandemic. Um, they've, they want to just make it incredibly hard to get unemployment benefits. Um, and I, I, I cannot, 
this is something I cannot wrap my head around because this is something that directly impacts the economy too. It's like Mm -hmm. if there are people out there who just don't, I mean, one, we have to help take care of each other when, when we're in need. Um, but two, like if, if someone is out of a job and their family's hurting, they're not out spending money and they're not out doing, you know, they're not out doing, um, doing things that help spur on economic activity and help businesses, which should be what they're all about. Um, I don't do, what do you make of this cut? I mean, it's just so ridiculous. I know that one of the provisions was to require a one week waiting period to collect your benefits. That one week is so critical. Mm -hmm. If you're living week to week, which a lot of people who might be fired during the pandemic, a lot of essential workers, they are likely living week to week. And I mean, it's just horrible to enforce that. That money is going to their family's food, you know, things that they really need. And so even though this might save them a little bit of money, it could literally cost someone just a lot. So it's just very disappointing. And I know that they even want to shorten the time someone can collect uh, based off if their employer went out of business. I mean, just that is punishing Iowans so roughly for no reason other than to cut costs when we have this huge rainy day fund that they can tap into. So I think it's quite hypocritical. So, yeah. yeah, that's a great point that we have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, I think nearly a billion, I don't know, um, mm-hmm. in, in the rainy day fund that we have not used to, uh, to help people out. And um, especially when, I mean, now it looks like there's help coming from the federal government, more help coming mm-hmm. soon. But as that has been slow, why not tack on some state, uh, state support, but they've chosen not to do that. Um, something else that they have chosen not to do is to fully fund our schools. So, um, for, how's that for a awkward segue to a horrible topic? Um, they, I mean, this is, they're, they've slowly, slowly defunded our schools over the last decade or so. And this year is the latest example of that. They're pathetic uh, it was 2.4% increase is now on its way to the governor. Um, it's not enough. It's based on enrollment numbers from last year when they were down. Like it's just uh, a terrible um, underfunding of our of our schools. Um, I yeah, I don't know what else to say about this. They, they've they've mm-hmm. they've worked to undermine public schools in our state for for so many years, and we are going to start to see the results um, sooner rather than later. I don't know what you thought about this. I mean, it's just horrible. I think you can clearly see over the years, Iowa's education has gone downhill. You know, you can look up its comparison to different states. We're not doing as well. And so it's just concerning that in this special year, when we need a lot more funding because of COVID, but also after COVID, you're going to have students come back that have had a difficult time learning, so they're going to need even more resources. I think it's just ridiculous to do this 2.4% when Governor Reynolds was asking for at least 2.5. ISEA was asking for three, I think, right? So Yeah, I think they'd want, I mean, I would guess that we'd all want more, but my guess is they're just trying to come up with something that, like, could be realistic for Mm -hmm. a Republican legislature, but, um, like, it's, 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 it's just we're not even close to um, to where we need to be to get our schools back. Um, 
to get them the resources that they need. And they keep they do keep trotting out numbers like we have such a high uh, graduation rate and we have, you know, all these statistics. And, and, and while those are really true and great, that's because we have we still have great um, we have great teachers, we have great education professionals, um, and they're they're doing the very best that they can under horrible circumstances that have been created by the state government. And so um, un- under this leadership, and so like there's only so there's only so much time that that can happen until mm-hmm. maybe people will start to leave. I don't know, like leave the profession. They certainly like what's the incentive for someone to come into Iowa? and become a teacher, you know, like that, like when, when you see these attacks, that's certainly not the case. So, or, or you wouldn't be feeling welcomed. So kudos to every, to every teacher and educator that is doing, you know, um, beyond, uh, doing such great work, but like, we need to start, we need to start investing in them and not, uh, and not defunding them. During the legislative session, bills move quickly, and by the time you check your email, that advocacy alert may be too late. Now you can get text messages from Progress Iowa for the latest news and action alerts. Just text JOIN to 515-417-3320. We'll send petitions, phone numbers for key members of the legislature, and more to keep you informed. That's J-O-I-N to 515-417-3320. Two zero for text message updates from Progress Iowa. Um, another horrible thing to happen in the legislature. Uh, Sandy Salmon, <laughs> Salmon, when uh, she kind of snuck in this horrible section to legislation HF five one five that you can track women online who are searching for abortion services and then contact them to try to persuade them otherwise. I mean. That's just Super such creepy. an invasion of privacy. It's ridiculous. I mean, how can they even think that they could do this? Like, should do this one, but also could do this. I mean, they just have a hard time tracking vaccines in the states. So we'll see them do this. Although I'm sure they would go for this even more than the vaccines. So yeah, it's just this is so disturbing. I mean, Sandy mm-hmm. Salmon, if you are listening right now. Um, to this before it's published because somehow you think you can reach into everyone's computer uh, mm-hmm. please leave us alone um, do not do this to to anyone um, we don't deserve that and everyone should have the right to um, uh, to privacy especially with our health care decisions mm-hmm. exactly it's so creepy yeah mm-hmm. that's all I'll say on that one uh, another bill moving through this week uh, anti-vaccination bill Basically, Carlin's bill, another one of his horrible, horrible bills this session, uh, trying to get it where uh, employers, they cannot um, basically uh, force their employees to get a vaccine, even for COVID. I mean, where do we even start on this one? It's so dangerous to do this. It absolutely is. And like, there are good reasons to require this. Um, Mm -hmm. It also cuts against their argument that businesses should be allowed to do what they want. I mean, like they, they've made, they've staked their claim on the idea that like, if you're a hobby lobby, if you're a business that wants to do this type of a practice, you should be able to, you should, you know, you should be able to do it. And so by them preventing 
a business from requiring vaccinations, like they're taking that power away. Um, I frankly want to have places, I, I'm not going to go play, I, I'm going to do as much as I can to educate our, you know, myself, friends, family to like go to places that are safe, which means wearing masks mm -hmm. and hopefully having vaccinated, you know, um, workers. And so it's, it's something that we want to have when we're informing ourselves about the decisions we're making too. So I don't know, it's, it's, they just, I hope that this doesn't move forward uh, or doesn't become law, but like I would put nothing past them either this session. So no. Yeah. I mean, especially Iowa already has what the religious exemption, medical exemption. Mm -hmm. So, and we've seen with every exemption, when you have these vaccine rates do go down and I'm sure that it would go down if we have this as well. So it's just especially concerning with the pandemic going on. You'd think that more people would want us to get vaccinated, but apparently not. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Next up, we have our hot takes where we give our opinions on the crazy things of the week. First up, have you ever wanted to go to a trip to Cancun? Do you want to go uh, now? Every day. Every day I yeah. want to go. No. Um, uh, uh, probably not to Cancun, but somewhere warm sounds yeah. nice. Uh, but mm -hmm. Ted Cruz, you know, what? I don't know what he was thinking. Actually, I do. My best, the, the internet sort of exploded with fun. Yeah. Well, it's not a fun story, but with memes and whatever takes on mm -hmm. this. Um, my favorite was that, you know, like any good dad, um, as he tried to claim to be, I mean, he's in a situation where his family doesn't have electricity or running water and they're in a, you know, a third world, third world country type situation. And so he took him over the border um, to get him to, to take him to a better life. That's what he's trying to do. So um, he should remember that the next time he's trying to take away uh, someone else's ability to do that. So that was my favorite. I don't know if you had a favorite hot take or meme that you saw. Uh, I mean, I always live for the Zodiac memes uh, sure. of him, like holding the paper goes in there. I just thought it was so interesting that he blamed his children for going to Cancun. Oh, I found I mean, that like their parent. I mean, I found that like the least some of the least surprising things of this. Like really? <laughs> he's just like it I mean, he just if I think if you're Ted Cruz, if your name mm. for for Ted Cruz, if your name isn't Ted Cruz, you don't care. Like you don't care about what happens to anyone else. Um and I think he probably cares more about his kids and his family than even than his constituents than anybody you know mm -hmm. else but like still they're not him so i think he's like generally a very self-centered seems to be person so mm -hmm. not that surprising that he would yeah blame anyone else other than himself so no oh fun man fun mention i did see him in person last year or was it a year and a half ago so that was during the caucus or what no, whenever I was in D.C., we were, I was going under the tunnels of the Senate, mm -hmm. and I saw him. And he had a beard, which was weird, but I saw him. So I just thought I'd mention that fun cameo. Okay, okay. good. Yeah. Weirdest uh, celeb <laughs> moment, yeah. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, have you seen the, trill uh, the thriller, thriller trailer, trailer for yeah. Cruella? I Words. have. I have. Thoughts. And I'm, I think it looks good. Someone said it's really? Disney's Joker. Um, mm, yeah, it I does mean, because like it's like so, like obviously a much softer version. Um, but 
I but I, I thought it looked good. I mean, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, who's the? Why am I blanking on the actress? Um, uh, Emma Stone. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, so she probably pull that off, and and it looks looks entertaining. And we just have watched 101 Dalmatians here with Petey, so that's mm-hmm. you know like. Um, not that he's going to watch the adult Cruella movie whenever it comes out, but like, um, but should be entertaining. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I have a different opinion. It was so weird to me. <laughs> I just thought, I don't know. It just felt very like they're trying to be like Harley Quinn or something or the Joker movies, yeah. you know, it felt very suicide squad, that type of genre where oh, it almost looks okay creepy i don't know i just wish they would stop remaking stuff in weird ways and just do new stories that's i mean (laughs) you're all for it i mean i'm fine with it like it's just Mm -hmm. you know like it's like uh um it's i'm not comparing it because it's bet the because this one is because wicked is better but like it's just Mm -hmm. you know you take a known story and take a different piece of it and you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a name for it that I don't know, a name for that that I don't know, but, um, but I don't mind it. I mean, I think is like, it might not be great, but oh well, you know. Yeah, I'm excited to see and maybe my opinion will change. I just love to critique. That's fair. Uh, That's next, fair. Yeah. next up, just circling back to the Britney topic of last week, I mm-hmm. did see the documentary. So did I. Um, we watched it as well. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. What were your thoughts? I'm so excited to hear just you know i think uh she's generally been probably treated unfairly although i think mm-hmm. like you get it's it's like a double like you know if you're going to be britney if you're going to be a celebrity like that at that level like this that's like the good and the bad with it too but but i mean she certainly doesn't certainly deserves to have it's her money you know, or whatever Mm -hmm. the, like, she certainly deserves to have control over what her talent has brought into this, you know, like the, the, the money and the earnings that her talent has brought in. Like that's, that's really unfair. So, um, uh, yeah. So that's, I don't know. What'd you think? Uh, it was so good. I think it was kind of surprising too, just because when it happened back in, I think 2007, when she shaved her head and, uh, kind of wrecked the car or whatever. I remember at the time, I think I was only like 10, but thinking that, you know, oh, this girl is crazy. But now watching the documentary, I think it's clear that I'm not saying I would do the same thing, but I think if I was put in that situation, I could see myself, you know, being so annoyed, shaving my head, doing all that. <laughs> I could see it. You sure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just my take. I support. I think it is so... Uh, interesting and hopefully she gets her money back because that's ridiculous yeah next up we move to our shout outs where we lift up great work happening all over the state if you have recommendations please send them to at progress iowa or at potluck fm uh basically we just want to really shout out um senator walls and representative pritchard for uh standing up for iowa schools they wrote an article in potluck which we can link to in this Mm -hmm. that really advocates for schools and just shows the hypocrisy of Republicans saying that they really care about Iowa schools, but yet they don't back it up by funding. So I thought that was a really good article. And yeah, just want to shout that out. To Pritchard Walls, really every member of the Democratic 
caucus um, that has been standing up against attacks on schools this, this year, like, well done. And, um, and, and to all the advocates at ISEA, I mean, this has been, it's been such a bad session that uh, I feel like we should give a shout out to every one of our friends who's mm -hmm. tirelessly fighting against these attacks. But, um, but, uh, but especially for public schools, it's been, um, they, they've been doing, doing great work to, to stand up for them. What a week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Kallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What A Week.